and open your
It's good to see you guys today. Uh, we have a couple of announcements before we get going. The first one is that the new Sunday school class, or this new Sunday school year, will begin next Sunday. So you have a little bit of time to figure out where you're supposed to go if you're still in school, which uh, grade you'll be moving up to. Uh, we also have, it's not, it's not in here, but the back-to-school party for the youth is next Sunday after Summer in the Sun. It will be at the Brax House, uh, so you can ask them. They're here. You can ask me for their address. Uh, we would love the rising sixth graders and everybody else to come, and also their parents and their families, because we don't want just the, the youth to be involved. We want all the families to be involved as well. And finally, we have our August prayer list. So we'd love for you not just to use this as a, a bookmark, but if you do use it as a bookmark, remember to pray for the people on here. Uh, a couple of prayer requests that we do have uh, to update you on. Are John Hutchinson hopes to leave the hospital soon. He's been in the hospital with COVID. And also continue to pray for Kelly Johnson as she recovers from eye surgery. Uh, and then Mindy Birch, our office administrator, is back home uh, following the death of her father. The funeral was yesterday, so if you can remember them in your prayers. Please stand. worship this morning comes from Psalm 111, verse 1. Hear now the word of God. Praise the Lord. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart in the company of the upright in the congregation. Let's take a minute now to quiet our hearts and to confess our sins. Father, we come to you now humbly knowing our sin, but boldly knowing in part the power of the blood of Christ. So, Lord, we confess to you 
Uh, this past week we have done things that we ought not to have done, and we have not done things that we ought to have done. Lord, we are tinged with sin in everything that we do, Lord, but we know that you look at us not uh, as strangers, but as sons and as daughters, not because of our righteousness, but because of the righteousness of Christ imputed to us, Lord. And so your forgiveness isn't uh, forgiving us as, as we might forgive a stranger that, that happens to, to bump into us, but it's forgiving us as sons and daughters who have turned against their father, citizens that have turned against their king, Lord, but we know that even though our sins are many, your grace is more. And so we thank you for that. And Lord, we pray that our worship uh, wouldn't be uh, set apart from our forgiveness, but our our worship to you this morning would flow from the forgiveness that you have offered us uh, through your grace. Lord, watch over us now, we pray. And we pray this in your son's name. Amen. If you would now stand as we declare our truth from Hebrews chapter 11. So I'll I'll do the leader and then we'll all respond. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to a place that he was to receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. By faith, he went to live in the land of promise as in a foreign land, living in tents with Isaac and Jacob, heirs with him of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city that has foundations, whose designer and builder is God. By faith, Sarah herself received power to conceive even when she was past the age, since she considered him faithful who had promised. These all died in faith, not having received the things promised, but having seen them and greeted them from afar and having acknowledged that they were strangers and exiles on earth. For people who speak thus make it clear that they are seeking homeland. If they had been thinking of that land from which they had gone out, they would have had opportunity to return. But as it is, they desire a better country that is a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared for them a city. of ages.
CMPC Preschool has been a ministry of this church for about 40 years. I'd like to say it's a little intimidating compared to talking to preschools to be in front of you this morning, um, but I appreciate you listening for a minute. We have this year 95 children enrolled in our preschool ages 2 to our half-day kindergarten, and I have 19 staff members who uh, work here every week. Um, there are two very important opportunities that you could be involved in with us at CMPC Preschool. One is uh, praying for us regularly. We managed uh, a safe year last year with the COVID regulations and are hoping to do that again this year. Uh, it meant a lot of extra little things for our staff, but um, the parents were so grateful to see us being able to meet in person with preschool children. As you can imagine, trying to do preschool with little ones virtually is almost impossible. So I'm grateful for many of you who supported us in that. Uh, pray for our health, uh, my teacher's health as well. Many of our teachers have school-aged children, so if their children are quarantined or sent home, then that involves um, them having to adjust their schedules as well. Um, the other thing I'd like you to pray for especially is that a number of the families that bring their children here are completely unchurched. This is the first opportunity for many of them that they even encounter the gospel and the opportunity maybe to even be involved in a church. So that's a huge opportunity for us. Um, so pray for, for those families especially. Secondly, uh, CMPC Preschool tries to offer scholarships or discounts to families who are in full-time ministry, families who are missionaries and maybe on home assignment and would like their kids to attend preschool. So we have a scholarship fund um, that people can give to. It's tax deductible. And we would love it if you would be willing to contribute to that because it does help our budget as well as those families who maybe are in need and could use some extra help. If you would like more information about that, there are flyers in both entryways, or you can see me or Mindy Birch at any time. Thank you.
Let's take a minute to pray for the preschool and for the needs of our congregation. Lord, we know we are saved by grace through faith. And it's through or this grace that we, we come to you now on the person of the God-man, Jesus Christ. Lord, we lift up our preschool and we thank you for its ministry over the years. We thank you for Nancy and for all of the workers there, for their love for children, Lord, that reflects your love for children and your love for us. And so we thank you that this is not a love that they have to muster up on their own, but it's a love that overflows from their heart because they are loved by you. Lord, we pray that you would protect the staff and the children and the staff's families uh, from COVID and from everything else that that will come their way this year. Lord, we ask that you would give them uh, patience, kindness, Lord, that you would give them discernment to know uh, when to be firm and when to be gentle, Lord, how to care best for the children that you've placed in their care for a large portion of each day. Uh, Lord, we pray uh, that you would uh, show the love of Christ to the children, especially those who have never been to church. God, and even through the testimony of a, a two-and-a-half-year-old through a, a preschool or a, or a kindergartner, we pray that families would come to know you, or they would come to know the depth of their sin, but also the heights of your mercy through the ministry of the preschool here at CMPC. We ask that you would move your saints to provide for scholarships, for the, the children that are unable to, to pay for it, for the families that are unable to pay. Lord, and we thank you for this opportunity to serve them. Lord, we pray uh, not just for the preschool, but for all the schools uh, that are soon to return. Lord, we pray that you would be with the teachers and the administrators, especially those within our own congregation, but all of them, Lord. We know that with COVID, things are are harder than they already normally are. And so we pray that you would give them strength, or not strength uh, from their own will, not strength that they uh, have on their own accord, but strength that comes from on high. Lord, protect them, or protect their families, protect them from frustration, protect them from COVID. Uh, we pray, Lord, we pray that you would watch over the children in Hall County, whether public school, private school, or homeschool, Lord, that they would know you because of the ministry of the teachers, because of the ministry of the churches, Lord, that your name uh, would not be hid at the schools around us, but your name would go forth mightily. Lord, we pray for John Hutchinson and just join with his family in praying that he would be able to leave the hospital soon from COVID. Lord, we continue to pray for Kelly Johnson that uh, this last surgery will have gone and will continue to go much better than the previous one. Lord, we uh, take for granted our ability to see so often, and we know how hard it is. So we pray that you would watch over her and her family, Lord, that, the, that Mike and the, the kids would minister to her well, just as she has ministered to them so well. Lord, heal her, we pray. And finally, Lord, we pray for the Birch family. We ask that you would comfort Mindy and her family as she travels back to Missouri. 
Lord, that this would be an opportunity to praise you for your goodness, even in tragedy. Lord, watch over that family, we pray. Lord, we pray that you would continue uh, to provide for us. We know several people are looking for jobs, so we pray that you would provide employment because we know that work is a good thing that comes from you. Lord, we pray that you would reconcile us, uh, father to son, mother to daughter, friend to friend, husband to wife, Lord, because you have reconciled us to you, the greatest divide, and so we pray to you knowing that you can reconcile because you are a God of reconciliation. So watch over us, we pray. Reconcile us to each other. Reconcile us to you daily. Lord, we love you and we thank you for all that you've given us. We pray this all in your son's name. Amen. This is the time in our service that we would normally give our tithes and offerings. But you can do that. We have two on the side or you can uh, deliver your check to the office. Mindy probably won't be here, but you can drop it off. thank you for how you have so richly blessed us. Lord, we thank you uh, that this blessing is not just monetary. You've blessed us in so many ways. Lord, we uh, think of the, the Becerras and think of uh, Sadie James, and we know that every good gift comes from you, and she is indeed a good gift, and so we thank you for her. Lord, we thank you for this time to return uh, monetary gifts to you, and we pray that it will be used to spread your kingdom. Uh, in Chestnut Mountain, in Georgia, and around the world. We love you, and it's in your son's name we pray. Amen. Our testimony hymn this morning is, On Jordan's Stormy Banks I Stand. As we begin singing this song, the children that are going to Children's Church may be escorted there.
Please to Genesis chapter 22. Genesis 22, verse 19. We're in a series on Abraham and Sarah walking by faith. And we'll look today at this end of chapter 22 and then chapter 23. Come back tonight, Summer in the Sun at 5 30. Pastor D will be looking at I Am the Vine, our series on uh, the um, I Am Sayings of Jesus. There are coloring sheets at each of the exits you can pick up for the kids uh, to color and bring back tonight. So that'll be at 530. But now Genesis 22, verse 19, this is the word of God. So Abraham returned to his young men, and they arose and went together to Beersheba. And Abraham lived at Beersheba. After these things, it was told to Abraham, Behold, Milcah has also bore children to your brother Nahor. Uz, his firstborn, Buzz, his brother, Kemuel, the father of Aram, Kesed, Hazo, Pildash, Jidlaf, and Bethuel. Bethuel fathered Rebekah. Those eight Milcah bore to Nahor, Abraham's brother. Moreover, his concubine, whose name was Rumah, bore Tebah, Gaham, Tehosh, and uh, uh, Makah. Sarah lived 127 years. These were the years of the life of Sarah. And Sarah died at Kiriath Arba, that is Hebron, in the land of Canaan. And Abraham went in to mourn for Sarah and to weep for her. And Abraham rose up from before his dead and said to the Hittites, I'm a sojourner and foreigner among you. Give me property among you for burying place, that I may bury my dead out of my sight. The Hittites answered Abraham, Hear us, my lord, you're a prince of God among us. Bury your dead in the choicest of our tombs. None of us will withhold from you his tomb to hinder you from burying your dead. Abraham rose and bowed to the Hittites, the people of the land, and he said to them, If you're willing that I should bury my dead out of my sight, hear me and entreat me for Ephron, the son of Zohar, that he may give me the cave of Machpelah, which is he owns. It is at the end of his field. For the full price, let him give it to me in your presence as property for a burying place. Ephraim was sitting among the Hittites, and Ephraim the Hittite answered Abraham in the hearing of the Hittites, all of who were at the gate of his city. No, my Lord, hear me, I give you the field, I give you the cave that's in it, in the sight of the sons of my people, I give it to you, bury your dead. Abraham bowed down before the people of the land, and he said to Ephraim in the hearing of the people of the land, but if you will hear me, I give the price of the field, accept it from me that I may bury my dead there. Ephron answered Abraham, My Lord, listen to me, a piece of land worth 400 shekels of silver? What's that between you and me? Bury your dead. Abraham listened to Ephron, and Abraham weighed out for Ephron the silver that he had named in the hearing of the Hittites, 400 shekels of silver, according to the weights current among the merchants. So the field of Ephron and Machpelah, which was to the east of Mamre, the field was with the cave that was in it, and all the trees that were in the field, Throughout its whole area was made over to Abraham as a possession in the presence of the Hittites for all the people, all who were at the gate of the city. And after this, Abraham buried Sarah, his wife, in the cave of the field of Machpelah, east of Mamre, that is Hebron, in the land of Canaan. The field and the cave that is in it were made over to Abraham as property for a burying place by 
the Hittites. And join me. The grass withers, the flowers fade, but the word of our God will stand forever. Let's pray. Father, we're so grateful that we have your word. Father, it's true. It's certain. And Father, even when it uh, records sad events, Father, even when it records what sometimes seem obscure events, we, we thank you that it speaks to us here and now. Uh, and so, Father, it's timeless. So take that word by your spirit, apply to the way we think and the way we live, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Death is not something that we like to talk about or think about. Very often we only deal with it when it comes up in our lives. Uh, and that's why this morning this scripture is helpful because uh, here Abraham grapples with the impact of death in our lives. Because death really is a family matter. So we're going to look at several family matters here because, well, family matters. All right? Uh, no matter what the culture today thinks, family really does matter. So to see that, let's, let's go to the text. First, let's look at family life, verse 19. So Abraham returned to the young, his young men, and they arose and went together to Beersheba, and Abraham lived at Beersheba. Abraham and his uh, son Isaac and their servants make their way back to Beersheba. Uh, the three-day journey home, I'm sure, passed much more quickly than that slow three-day journey to Moriah. Uh, as Abraham and Isaac are, uh, have just had what, what we would term uh, 